Well, happy Friday to you all. This is George Watkins. I'm so glad you've stopped by today again. We are very excited about Jesus. <clears throat> and the reasons we are excited, we keep talking about them. Hallelujah. Don't forget, if you're new to the program, thanks for spending some time today to see if the Lord has something special for you. <clears throat> A word in season, something that would encourage, or perhaps something you hadn't heard of yet. That's always fun. <laughs> so we'll we'll be talking today about preparing to download. Preparing to download. Well, in this economy, this uh, technological—that's a big word for early morning. This technological uh, world we're in, we understand downloads and uploads, <laughs> and hard drives and computer size and uh, you know speed and gig and all those fancy terms. I remember <clears throat> a number of years ago when I heard the the, the word. Uh, you know, gigabyte. We had a an evangelist come through town, and he was in, in the uh, 80s, and he was bragging about his wife's new computer had 20 meg on the hard drive. <laughs> Whoa, that was so exciting because they were able then to bring up and you know download things. Then it moved from the from the meg to the to the gigabyte. Now it's the trilla, the tillabyte, or the, you know, the one with the T. Well, that's the advancement of the ability to, to import. My uh, first computer was small, and then they begin to grow. I think the last one I had 500 gigs on my hard drive so that I could hold things. Now, the problem. This is not a computer, a computer class, by the way. The problem is when you have a lot of extra room, you tend to clutter and you tend to keep things you don't need. And after a while, given enough time, you fill that space with things that are just unnecessarily hanging around. And then somewhere along the line, you've got to start unloading to get more on. We're talking about the soul, the emotions. You get to a place in your emotions where I just can't take it anymore. I've got to have a break. So what do you do? Get out of the house, take a vacation, go get a cup of coffee, take a walk, or you know, a long drive. Just to settle down and get that space back into your emotional level so that you can think again and <laughs> enjoy the day. I uh, I think it's not healthy for for us to try to capture all the emotions of the world at one time, and we're almost forced to do that with the internet, and especially with Facebook and YouTube and all the the information coming our way. I've had friends tell me, dear friend of mine, just a few months ago said that she had to get off the Facebook because it was just consuming her time. You can get on there and just fill yourself with unrelated and unnecessary stuff. <laughs> uh, 
And after a while, you're so filled. Well, we're talking spiritual, obviously. Our spirit is what is what we are contending for in the sense of downloading heaven's glory, downloading revelation, listening to the voice of the Father. If you've got your headset on all the time, listen to music or even, uh, you know, good stuff. You can be listening to sermons all day long and never hear the Father speak to you. How's that? How's that possible? Well, we have trained ourselves to listen to God through other people's sermons, such as myself. <laughs> Don't tune out now until I'm through. And if we're not careful, we never discipline and train ourselves to hear God personally. Well, just wanted to talk a little, little bit about how to prepare for the download, how to prepare for the download. If you're, if you've been around the church or Christian circles or been loving God for a while, you've already found out that prayer is an essential part of life. But prayer needs to be um, dissected a little so you understand that you're not just going into a an empty room, you know, and, and talking to the walls. There has to be something in you that understands the dynamics of prayer, such as God is really listening to you and he hears everything you say and think. Meditation is a thinking process and God hears your thoughts of far off. So you don't have to verbalize all your prayers. You don't have to verbalize and speak out everything that's on your mind because God understands your thoughts. So preparing for download, take a snapshot or a thought of myself going to a church service, which I've done thousands of times over the years. In the early days that we did this day after day, night after night, one one campaign, a revival, or a meeting to the next. In my day, after I had my breakfast, and and uh, and then we would have a late late lunch. I went to the church in the early days because we were usually close to the church, either in the trailer house parked next to it or a motel close to it, and I would spend the hours in the afternoon before the Lord. Sometimes, believe it or not, I actually slept on the floor. Well, when you're meditating, often you'll nap a little bit. But it's in that nap time, when you come out of that nap time, that some of the greatest revelations I've ever had have come out of that moment of time when I'm receptive to the Spirit, Spirit of God, to the, to the voice of God. Well, prayer is essential. In that prayer time, most often I will speak in tongues for a session of time until I feel the, the, the room change, the atmosphere change, till I feel the dynamics of the Spirit of God. To describe it to someone who's never been there is very difficult. You can articulate it. You can try to tell tell you tell how it feels, but until you experience the presence of the Lord, you can't really describe it. Presence of the Lord, I could say it's like um, 
the vacuum in the room shifting, like someone opened a window or a door, and all of a sudden you you feel a difference in the atmosphere. That's that's somewhat like when an angel comes or the presence of the Lord is going to settle and speak to us. Often in a church service, you can feel the shift when when something just dynamically all shifts. It's like it's like the room moved. I know it's time to move into another direction. Okay. Preparing to download. I'm talking about waiting on the Lord to hear from his voice, to have revelation, to have wisdom, to meditate upon the word of God. Scriptures open in your lap. You read a few verses. You lean back in your your chair, lay your head against the back if it's a tall chair, and just allow that word to soak in now for a little bit and listen to it again. Maybe read it again. Then read it again. Then maybe you can quote a little bit of it. Let it let it move around in your mind until it sinks down into your heart, your spirit, man. And then you hear something. Oh, I never heard that before. I never. And then you look to see see if it's on the page. You say, well, there it is. I never saw it before. And then you meditate a little bit longer. What you're doing, you're preparing yourself for a download. That download being revelation, wisdom, insight, and understanding. When uh, we came to Mount Vernon, where I've spent nearly 40, 44 years now, we came with the intention of spending a few years, then moving on to uh, other places. That was kind of the lifestyle we had as a traveling ministry. We rented a uh, an office building. Didn't have a church building. Had a we gathered in and rented some places. And uh, <clears throat> I was determined to clear the ground and prepare myself to hear the voice of the Lord for what he had for us in this journey we were entering into. Not a lot of guarantees, small little congregation that um, was having trouble paying, uh, <laughs> paying the bills and, and my salary, whatever that was. So I entered into a covenant with God that I was going to pray in the spirit, other tongues, until I had that release, until I felt that I had received what God had for me. So I went into that little office room that I had rented and did that on a, on a daytime, spent several hours. And in that time, I prepared for download and download came. And it was in that day that I sketched out much of what we did for the next 30 years. Not in detail, but in uh, in spirit and and uh, vision and purpose, direction and passion, and the, the 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 you know the scope of it was fixed. Preparing for download. Now here's something else. If you're going to prepare for download, you got to clear things out. When you go into uh, a time of prayer, you usually have a face come up before you that is something you need to deal with. It could be a face of someone you need to forgive or someone you need to pray for. It's not always negative when something pops up. Now, when I say a face come, I'm talking about coming to your mind. You see them, you think of them. And if you'll, if you'll just take a few moments to, if it's a prayer, 
Lord, I just speak a word. I just release peace to that person now. Or if it's something that you need to forgive, it could be an old, um, you know, an old combative person in your life that you just have had a lot of trouble with or someone that's wounded or offended. If you don't clear that out, you, God will never land on your, uh, <laughs> on your tabletop there. I've told you about the uh, experience I had with a helicopter in, in the uh, L.A. basin, they call it. Los Angeles, Long Beach, Wilmington, Torrance, all that. I was preaching for my cousin, and he said, hey, cuz, let's go for a helicopter ride. So we jumped into the, the, the sheriff's helicopter in Long Beach, and it was a VP. You know, they were treating us like VPs. <laughs> Felt pretty good. And we spent two hours making the circle. It's what they did every day to just keep an eye on things and look, look things over, make sure everything's going well down there. And as we came over the L.A. city itself, the tall bank buildings and so forth, he said, he said, you see that bank building down there? We're going to land on top of that. Well, it uh, looked pretty tiny to me at the time. I said, whoa, that's not much of a landing spot. As we got closer and hovered over that, that uh, little patch of building, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, son, what if a Girl Scout you know, troop was having cookie sales or the Boy Scouts were marching up and down and they were uh, you know, having a party? I said, well, we wouldn't be able to land, would we? And he said, that's exactly what happens to the people of God when they're so cluttered, their minds and their, their emotions and they're busy and their time. I, I want to visit. I want to come and, and, and download. I want to come and speak to them. But with all the things they have running through their spirits and their emotions and their mind, they just don't hear me. There's no room for me to land. So in these years since I've experience some of this. Now, I'm not through experiencing, but I found out that I have to unload before I can download. So I unload time pressures. I make a space to meditate in my day and in my geographical space. If I'm in a hotel room or my home or I'm in the countryside, I make space for it. So I have to unload. I unload unforgiveness. I unload bitterness. I unload preconceived ideas of what God is to me and who he is. <laughs> I told you a few weeks ago that we have to decouple from some, some of our theology if we're going to hear new theology, fresh stuff, because the old theology builds up in there like stale bread sometimes, and there's no new revelation. I, I think it's not, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's God's purpose that 1,500 years ago, some theologians, maybe longer than that, set the standard, the pace, and the direction for everything we're to believe forever. Come on. They didn't have the full revelation of God, even though they had a pretty good start at it. but when the theologians get together and argue one another, bring up these old dead guys that have, they had their revelation in, you know, Martin Luther, 500, to go back to, to, uh, uh, to the early fathers in Africa. 
and um, they 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 set the pace for much of the theo theological stuff. So what am I saying? You and God face to face need to have your minds clear, cleared, you know, so you can hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. Well, I think that's important. I think it's important enough to make room for our life, for his, for his life, in our life, on this Friday, because Friday is my favorite day of the week, don't forget. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I bless you today. Make some room for God to talk to you. Clear the deck. He wants to land on your little tabletop there and unload some revelation. If you're still saying we didn't do it in our church like that, or mother never believed it like that, you're missing. <laughs> you are missing the shifts and the, and the moves God's doing in this hour. Don't do it. Don't be hung up in the past. I love the past because it was my foundation, and I learned marvelous things in the past, but that was all stepping stone for today. Everything you've found out in the past was just a stepping stone so you could reach the next place God's got for you. Amen. Lord, I thank you for the weekend. Bless those that are here. Thank you, Lord, for our journey together. I just release the anointing over this um, <clears throat> these listeners, those that are with me today, and those that will listen later on. I bless them in Jesus' name. And release them to a marvelous weekend in Jesus' name. Okay, Sunday night, 6 o'clock. We'll see you again. And then the week starts all over. Amen. Well, until I see you again, I expect you to be lighter where you've unloaded something. Bye-bye. <laughs>